0: Welcome back to the show. Hope all is well in your world. Guys, the transabled community needs us. Okay? The transabled community is feeling scrutinized. They they don't feel accepted. Now, if you don't know what the transabled community is, it's a community of people that are chopping off their own fucking limbs. I guess to get the Parking space up front, I have no idea. To feel, I have no words for this. This is the craziest, probably the craziest article that we're ever going to read on this show. And that's saying a lot because, I mean, we'd had a five-year-old knock out his teacher. I mean, we've seen it all on this show. Except for this. This is, This is a new one here. People with disabilities are often limited by their disability. Well, no shit. It can affect their day-to-day life, the activities they are able to do, and how others treat them. People in wheelchairs cannot go where people who can walk do. Well, okay, who wrote this? Blind people cannot see what we see, and deaf people cannot hear what we hear. Yeah, yeah okay. We all got this. Explain what the trans-abled community is. However, there is a subset of people in this world who become disabled by choice. Transabled people, or transabled for short, have an overwhelming desire to become disabled themselves. An increasing number of these people are injuring themselves in an attempt to become disabled as they claim to feel like imposters in their own bodies. They are driven by a need to feel what it is like to be paralyzed, blind, or missing a limb. To them, their able body life is extremely dissatisfying and they would rather be disabled. Now, two takes on this. Either there is a serious mental health problem and these people, uh, I don't know. My thing is they have way too much free time on their hand and their day-to-day life is so boring that they'd rather cut off a limb to feel different, I guess. This is, I don't know, I'm trying to make it make sense. Here we go. One transabled man known as Jason spent months researching ways to remove his arm and learning first aid to prevent himself from bleeding to death. Jesus. He even practiced amputation on animal parts he bought from a butcher. All right. There is something. This is, I feel like these people are suicidal, but not like fully. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's get rid of the arm. Okay. First. Jason went on to deliberately drop a concrete block on his legs in an attempt to injure himself so badly an amputation would be needed. Doctors saved the leg, leaving Jason with a limp, but it's not the disability he wanted. Holy shit. Yeah, get this guy some help immediately if you can. I mean, dude, if you walked in on someone, if you walked in on like a roommate slamming a brick into his leg. You're like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to get the parking space up front. There is a handicapped spot right in front of my door in this apartment complex, and no one ever parks there because there's no handicapped people in this neighborhood, and some people will take it because there's no parking anywhere else, and I'm just like, dude maybe he's onto something so what he just permanently walks around with a limp and people are like what happened and he's like oh i'm it's not the disability <laughs> i slammed a cinder block on my leg so i could have a limp it's just not the disability i wanted i'm going to use a chainsaw next week dude this is insane can somebody get jason some help somebody alexandra burrill a Quebec academic who lectures on transibility. Oh, this is like a this is a thing now. The condition can be life threatening as many who identify as transabled arrange accidents in their efforts to achieve their desired body type and often nearly kill themselves. My gosh. Well, at least do it in like a Walmart, you know. Get a good slip and fall claim out of this. Many transabled people identify strongly with transgender people as they feel they are not in the right body. Clive Baldwin, a Canadian academic, suggests that amputation may help transabled people in the same way cosmetic surgery helps transgender people achieve their ideal bodies. Well, holy shit, Do people just want robot arms? Dude, the prosthetics industry has to be rubbing their hands together right now. Like, yo, we're about to make some serious cash. Dude, the Monday morning meeting at one of these prosthetic companies must have been insane. They're like, guys, great news. Have you ever heard of the transabled community? They're like, no. Like, okay. You know how we can only sell prosthetic limbs to victims of shark attacks and who had their leg amputated due to diabetes? Yeah. Well, now we can sell them to everybody. Well, what do you mean? Well, there's people that are deliberately chainsawing their arm off so they can have a robotic arm. Holy shit, dude. Our stock is going to double. Oh, here's the part I read. But sadly, the transabled community has been met with open hostility from parts of the disabled community... Who feel trans ableism steals valuable resources from the disabled people and even romanticizes disability? You know, you're, now you're on a waiting list for the new wheelchair. You're like, dude, I've never had a problem getting a wheelchair. Now they're on back order. They're like, yeah, the trans able community is using up all the wheelchairs. They're like, but they're not disabled. That guy sawed his fucking leg off. Why does he get a wheelchair? Due to the pushback, this leads to secrecy among many transabled people with one 78-year-old man who wished to remain anonymous revealing he lived with the secret for over 60 years and never told his wife. Wow. That's a shocking revelation. You know, you finally tell your wife at 80 years old. <laughs> he's like, you know, I cut my legs off back in 88. She's like, what the fuck? Here I am thinking I'm a good person pushing your ass around for the last 60 years. Meanwhile, you did this shit to yourself. That's crazy. There is a wide range of reasons as to why transabled people do what they do. Some people feel as though they were born into the wrong body and their able-bodied life should never have happened. The fuck? For some, it's a sexual fetish, and for others it may be because they feel more comfortable in a wheelchair even though there's nothing wrong with their legs. Well, they just don't want to fucking walk? They're that lazy? Imagine all the electric scooters at the grocery store are taken by people, just a wave of one-legged people. People who have not experienced being disabled often have a hard time understanding why transabled people do what they do. It is very easy to say it is for attention-seeking or attempting to escape from reality, but it does not help anybody understand why this phenomenon exists. It is important to understand that transabled people are just as real as other people with disabilities and may need the help of professionals. May? Uh, no. Doctors who first hear a patient confess to being transabled are often confused or uncertain how to deal with it. They may dismiss the complaints as a symptom of a psychosis, but it is not always the case. Transabled people have been known to cause themselves harm in order to become disabled, it is not unheard for them to intentionally damage their eyes, break their legs, or even try to become paralyzed. Holy shit. I mean, do you just. Again, my theory is there's three things here now. It's either you're lazy and you don't want to work. Okay, not going to lie. When I was working at Best Buy, there was a wheelchair bound woman named Amy, very nice. But she didn't have to do a damn thing, dude. She would just roll around and go, yeah, these are the, the new cameras. You know, 14 megapixel, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, everyone else has to like stock the shelves, carry a bunch of shit, help unload the trucks. But not Amy. She was permanently on break. So I can kind of see this. It is funny that the trans community is not accepted by the transgender community. Or the actual disabled community. It is fun to imagine a transgendered person calling a transabled person a freak. You sold your arm off, you're a fucking freak. And that person's like, well, you got your dick removed. And he's like, it's not even the same thing. You're not even really disabled. You're not even, you're not a true disabled person. Well, you're not a true man. Fuck you, take that back. The disabled community is like, hey, 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 knock it off. You're raising the price of prosthetic arms now that there's more of a demand. Okay, we used to get these bad boys super cheap. Now it costs me an arm and a leg. All right. (laughs) Anyway. I would not be surprised if this became the new weight loss program in America. You know, you're at the hotel just scrolling through channels. And an infomercial comes on. Hey, I'm Greg Johnson, nutritionist and dietitian, And I'm here to bring you the new weight loss program sweeping the country. It's called Amputee. It's a tea you drink twice daily and then saw your fucking leg off. You want to lose 50 pounds today? Get those saws out, boys and girls, and start sawing. Some woman pulls up, no legs. I lost 190 pounds thanks to amputee. I put half my body in the wood chipper. Thanks, amputee. Ever since I threw myself down the flight of stairs, I've been down 40 pounds since they had to remove my head. Thanks, amputee. I mean, this is insane, dude. I mean, I can see this getting big enough to where you're looked at as a freak for not having a metal arm. You're like, dude. Did you see the new guy, Randy? Like, yeah. What's wrong with him? He has both his hands. Wait, wait, wait. Like the ones he was born with. Yeah, dude. What a fucking freak. Oh, sh- here, here he comes. Hey, hey. How's it going? <laughs> that is nuts, bro. Transabled. Uh, what are you going to do? Last night, I was getting a bottle of wine, and it was just me, and then about 10 feet to my right was a woman who looked like every English teacher I've ever had, just blonde, late 30s, kind of out of shape. And uh, she pulls a bottle of wine off the shelf, and then just somehow domino-affected every bottle on the shelf i'm not even kidding it was just ting 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 just one bottle after the other just when you thought it was over like a couple more would fall it was like that last bowling pin it slowly spins and then falls she didn't even try to like stop it she just stood there you know i didn't try to stop it either I'm, i'm holding a bottle of red wine right looking at the label and then all of a sudden i just see a wall of wine come down, shatter on the floor. So now I'm just standing in a puddle of red wine. She takes off. She looks at me and goes, she said, it's not my fault. And then ran off around the corner. So just me by myself holding a bottle of red wine while standing in a puddle of wine and broken glass. And she said, it's not my fault. So I'm like, whose fault is it, lady? The ghost of Publix? And, you know, she would get out of it. You know, the store manager would come over and be like, oh, it's okay. Mistakes happen. Everything's fine. We'll clean it up. Me standing there, they'd be like, 50, 100, 150, 60, Yeah, you owe us $9,000. I'd be like, what? Check. It wasn't me. Check the camera. And they'd be like, our cameras aren't working right now. So $9,000 it is. So I was like, fuck this, dude. I dipped too. I'm gone. Left that crime scene. I was just like, how? What a dangerous woman to just cause a cause complete destruction, claim it's not her fault and take off. Like, what else has she done? I hope she doesn't have kids. Just raises them to be monsters. It's not my fault. This is where it stems from, okay? If you can't take responsibility for the wine aisle, How are you going to take responsibility for your children? Okay, lady. (laughs) I just like, it took me about 10 seconds. I'm just standing there still looking. I'm looking at the remainder of the wine that's not shattered. So I got out of there because I'm like, why am I standing here? You know, I'm still, I'm a moron. I'm like, well, maybe I'll get the Pinot Noir. Now that the Cabernet section is on the floor. Yeah, you know, I'm like, well, I guess I'll do. I guess I'll do the Merlot, and then I look down at my shoes, and I'm like, maybe I should get out of this aisle, because it looks like I am the number one. I look like a psycho. I look like I caused mass amounts of damage, and then I'm just still standing there. You know, like how an arsonist burns a house down and then goes back, cause they love to watch there. You know, they'll stand in the crowd of people. What was that? What we We watched it as a kid. It was like uh, in school. But it was like about the arsonists. It was like different crimes. But it was like how the. It was like one of those days where the cop shows up to your class. And does like the drug. You know like this is weed. It will kill you. You know, And they talk about like all these other crimes. And how the police are 10 steps ahead. So don't even think about it. And one of them was arson. And it was about how the guy after they burned the house down. Would show up to watch, you know, the house burn down and then the the dog would smell the gasoline on the guy's shoe and then it was like, "See? Don't even think about arson because we already, you know, our dogs will find out who did it." Something like that. But yeah, just what a disaster. I've never been a part of one of those. It was like one of those YouTube videos where the whole aisle comes down. One of those fail videos. This woman just I don't know how how do you pull a bottle of wine off the shelf and knock over a hundred other bottles? Like what kind of what kind of terrible hand eye coordination? Did she just do a sweeping motion? Like, here's the bottle I want. Cling, 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 just starts knocking them all down. It was so weird. Maybe it wasn't her fault, but then again, it was because she's the only one. That pulled the wine off the shelf. So I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely different. I had Chipotle this week. Why does your stomach hurt 48 hours after Chipotle? I'm like, what is going on? Did I eat a jabawaki? Because my stomach is dancing. I'm convinced the only reason Chipotle is in business is because people don't have Mexican friends. If you have true Mexican friends that can take you to the hole-in-the-wall businesses... You know, you're like, this place is a car wash. They're like, actually, it's not. It was bought out by a, you know. You'll go to a Mexican restaurant that has the the drive-through, but it used to be for your car with the brushes that rub up against the, the side of the car. But then they just convert it into a Mexican restaurant. You know, none of the chairs match. Someone's sitting in a WWE metal folding chair. You're sitting in a Lazy Boy with a with a fold-out picnic table, and you're like, All right. I don't know who designed this place, but the food is incredible. You got to go to a Mexican restaurant where all the money is put into the food and into the kitchen staff. That's it, okay? All these other fake restaurants like Taco Bell, Chipotle, you know, they have an H. You need to find a Mexican restaurant that doesn't have an HR department, okay? One of those places. They sell Modelo. Do they have a liquor license? Doesn't matter. They don't, you're not here to play by the rules. You're there for good food, okay? Why doesn't that guy have gloves on? Shut your mouth. The tacos are going to be fine. Um, That guy in the kitchen doesn't have gloves on. Don't worry about it. The tacos are going to be banging, okay? I like a Mexican restaurant where you can't leave reviews. You know, one of those places? Like a taco truck? I've been to so many of those places out in L.A., like a Somalian restaurant. You know, it's just – it's hilarious on the inside because it's just nothing. There's no structure, but the food is amazing, and that's all that matters. But, you know, you're not going to get that at Chipotle. Everything's corporate. Everything's the same. It's basic, but I don't know why. The food seem, it. it looks like it would be good. Maybe the lettuce is not washed properly, but, yeah, you just – have the worst stomach pains after Chipotle. Guacamole cost extra. Yeah. Fuck you, Chipotle. And the the Chipotle meal was like $20. I'm like, what's happening here? And she's like, what'd you get? The chicken burrito? I'm like, yeah. She goes, okay, $19. I'm like, what? Do you want to drink her chips? No. Do you want to drink her chips? Oh, like, sure. Okay, that'll be $49. I go, what, what is your pricing here? You know, I know everything's gone up, but $19 for a burrito? You out of your mind? You spend $19 at one of these real Mexican places. Dude, you will be full for a week with the amount of food you're going to get. Fucking Chipotle. I went down the YouTube rabbit hole last night. I ended up watching this thing on Landmines. You know the bombs that are planted in the ground, and people step on them. Uh, here it is. Here it is estimated that there are 110 million landmines in the ground right now. It costs three to thirty dollars to make, but to remove them costs a thousand. So, in other countries like South America, Africa, Russia, India. You know, there are just millions upon millions of landmines still on the ground from wars. Some of them are from World War II. You imagine stepping on a landmine from a war you didn't even fight in like years ago. I would never go hiking. Hey, I found a new trail. Yeah, I'm good. I found a I found a hill we can go up with. a The, the view is probably fantastic. Yeah, have fun. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna take the road less traveled in one of these countries. I'm gonna walk right behind the person in front of me. 110 million landmines, and they were just interviewing these poor people that just, you know, they were going to the creek to get a bucket of water, and then just boom. It's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine, dude. You know, you order Uber Eats, you hear an explosion in the distance. Doo doo. Your order has been canceled. You're like, what the fuck? You imagine if that was in this country? People are so soulless in this country, they'd be like, one star. I only got my fries. Where's my sandwich? You just hear, doo doo. Your order has been canceled. One star. It's like your morning commute to work is already bad enough. Now you got to show up with one leg. You're like, sorry I'm late, hopping in. There was a landmine on the 405. <laughs> your coworker walks in bleeding missing an ear. He's like, "Mondays, am I right? A lot of people losing limbs on this episode. We got landmines and transabled people. What will we title this show?" What will we title the episode? I don't know. I told this story the other night and uh I forgot about it. It was one time I when I was living in New York, I ordered an Uber from Manhattan to Brooklyn, where I lived. It's after a show, it had to be like three AM and the guy was drunk when he picked me up. And people were like, Oh, why'd you you know, why'd you complete the ride with a drunk Uber driver? And I'm like, Well, it's Well, it was New York and it was 3 a.m. after a show. And it's just one of those nights where you're like, I don't give a fuck. Let's see where this goes. So, plus it's New York. I'm like, how fast can he drive? You know what I mean? There's red lights, other cars. Let's see what happens. So, and he he wasn't drunk, drunk to where he couldn't drive. And also, I've already paid $24. You know what I mean? There's no customer service. With Uber, this is what you got. All right. At first I was pissed because in my mind I'm like, well, fuck. I could have done this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. I paid $24 to watch somebody else get a DUI from the back seat. So this guy's going and he just starts going off about driving Uber in New York and how you can't take a shit. He looks back at me while I driving. and he goes, You can't take a shit in this city. He goes, if you're an Uber driver in Manhattan, you can't take a shit anywhere. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready for this. Most Uber drivers ask how your day's going or if you want to listen to music. This guy was telling me that it's impossible to take a shit in New York City for 45 minutes. He's like, you can't take a shit in this city. He goes, if I want to take a break, I got to go find parking where I'm not going to get a ticket. I got to go inside a restaurant. I got to pay because it's customers only to take a shit. I got to buy something so I can get the restroom code, take a shit, and then I come out my car is probably towed. (laughs) It's just like, what in the hell is this, dude? It was just one of those things where you were like, let's just see what happens. And then I got home safely and I'm like, I could have just drove. You know what I mean? It was one of those like, I just wasted $24. $24. And I think we'll leave it right there. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you're on the YouTube. Leave a review on Apple. It definitely helps. Push it up to the uh, top of the charts. And shout out to zenhouselights.com. Zen House Lights, uh, they did my studio. Well, I did it myself. They just sent me the, the lighting. But it's why the brick behind me has that purple shade to it. Uh, You can do your room, your kitchen, pretty much anywhere. They're uh, LED strip lights. Comes with a remote. And they also have a few other products. So check them out, zenhouselights.com. Shout out to Trill Trees. Get it at downtown LA, Los Angeles. If you're into the cannabis, Trill Trees has got your back. Follow them at Trill Trees, T-R-I-L-L-T-R-E-E-Z, trilltrees.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. You, 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 want, you want to smoke something? You've seen him perform all over LA. Give it up for Sean Babbitt, everybody! What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This show's not gonna go well. Is <laughs>